This is the Riley Rose and Shamers podcast. Big news over the weekend. No, not the election. That was big news, though. But it was Eurovision, and I've got my unofficial Eurovision correspondent on the line at the moment. Good morning, Will. Hi. I could say I'm coming to you from Azerbaijan, but that would be a lie. Um, <laughs> That's it. I, I can t- I'm recovering from a, a very big weekend of, of Eurovision awesomeness. I always get together with... Um, with my passionate friends and we get together and we eat and we drink and we go Eurovision crazy. So uh, I'm a bit dusty to tell you the truth. Oh, I love this that you get around Eurovision so much. I actually don't know anyone that gets around it as much as you will. So I love this. You're the perfect person to be talking to us this morning. Now, obviously representing Australia was Kate Miller-Heinke and I believe you're a big fan. I'm a big fan of her. I actually thought she was going to win it. How did she go, Will? Yeah, look, she only managed to get in the top 10. Uh, There was strong competition. She was stunning with this um, pole beam acrobatic sort of circus Olay uh, performance. Amazing operatic pop hardcore stuff. When you find out the lyrics to the song, it's about her her postnatal depression and struggle to get get out of that after the birth of her son, Ernie. It's a really emotional song, Mm. and it hit me hard. this will cement her as an Australian legend as far as I'm concerned. Not just in Australia, but around the world. There's a lot of respect for Kate. But unfortunately, uh, yeah, she didn't She didn't take it out. She was very, very popular with bookies and with the audience. Though. Oh, it's so devastating. Ninth place, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. She nudged it, but she's pretty happy. She's been on Twitter. She just um, thinks it's amazing. We've certainly done better uh, than our um, previous entries, which people are sort of, well, why is Australia in Eurovision? Well, why is Israel in Eurovision? Like, we love it. It's it's a celebration of music. So just accept it, all right? Australia's in Eurovision. Yep, get over it, guys. Um, So who did win, Will? Because I actually watched the winner this morning and I was really disappointed. Yeah, pretty lame. Some dude on a piano from the Netherlands. So that's where the competition will be next year. I can actually tell you that um, I was in the toilet when it was on. (laughs) I can say, I didn't see it. Just like, who is this guy? What's with his beard? No. Uh, But look, Italy came in second place. They were very, very strong. Russia was very serious and very wet, sort of very shower motif going on. That rounded out um, with Switzerland and Norway. Uh, in the top as well. So, look, the thing is that there's a, a good recap on hit.com.au. You can check it out. And also, too, you can rewatch everything. And I reckon you should, if you're listening, SBS On Demand. You can, uh, the, the, the catch-up app uh, for SBS, you can watch uh, the coverage and just see what it's all about if you're thinking, oh, this sounds a bit weird. This sounds a bit loose. It is incredibly loose. Yeah. We could have our own uh, late Eurovision party like you guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can do the Eurovision any time of the year. The great thing, typically, and true to form, the UK was just awful. They came dead last oh. uh, with a really, really boring performance. I think they, you know, they, they barely scraped together a dozen votes because it's publicly voted. There's a jury vote from each country, officials, and we even have one for Australia. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were bottom of the barrel. Germany was a bit of a weird performance and actually received no public votes whatsoever. No, so like, how did that happen? Yeah. I don't know. Well, the presenters just went, uh, Germany, I'm sorry, <laughs> no point. <laughs> just like, bye-bye. Oh, I want to give Germany a sympathy vote now. 
Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, with the jury voting, um, North Macedonia and Sweden were so strong. So strong. The juries just loved the performances. One was very poppy, sweet, very strong, almost gospel. Uh, then you had North Macedonia with a very serious, uh, almost um, Celine Dion type of performance. But when it comes to the public voting, um, they just got nothing, absolutely nothing. Will, you and your friends get around Eurovision. Will you guys ever get over there to watch one of the performances, like the whole concert? Yeah, look, yeah, the, a couple of our friends, extended friends, have actually done that, and we're thinking about it. Um, I would want to go there and make sure that I saw something like Iceland. You have got to at least just Google Iceland Eurovision 2019. It looked like Mad Max took over your local pub on techno night and had, like, this sort of weird sex party, and they actually protested at the end. They were very political, this band, and, of course, it was held in Israel, and they were very much um, uh, putting, putting flags up for Palestine with the whole situation over there. So yeah, Iceland was an absolute shocker. Azerbaijan actually was my standout performance. It sounded like basically Azerbaijan's version of Sam Smith. Really good song. But catch up, check it out, and get around Eurovision because the world needs more Eurovision. It's all about music and love. I love it, Will. All right, hit.com.a to see all the highlights and, of course, go and watch it as well. Will, uh, thank you so much for breaking it all down for us. Brother Rose, love you. Bye. Bye. Want more Riley Rose and Seamus? Catch up now at hit.com.au or weekdays from 6 on the Borders Hit 104.9.